Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritata. I'm Ashley Burke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping the challenge, season 33, War of the Worlds, episode 9, American, American Psycho. Psycho. We're talking sociopaths. We're talking maniacs. We're talking psychopaths. Loco. Boy, the personalities in this house are odd, wouldn't you say, Ash? This was a hot episode. Was it? Yeah. I, it, this was a, a weird episode. I found this episode to be strange. Tell me why. Um, it was There was maybe less anger, lashing out, and tension in the actual episode, yet felt eerie. Do you know I what I mean? I was so stressed out by the end of this episode. Last 10 minutes of this episode, I was looking at Nick. I was like, I don't even know if I can watch this, man. Yeah, but that's every episode for you, Ash. Come on. It really is. Like, I mean, when, it, when we're doing I elimination. Up. I get worked up. You really do. I mean, you're clasping your hands. You break yeah. a sweat. <laughs> Sometimes I see you grab your phone and check Twitter out of, like, stress. Yeah, I'm like, what are they saying? Um, Can I piece together an idea of what's going to happen? I mean, I honestly felt like it, it, was, it wasn't a bad episode, but there's been a lot more fiery episodes. There's been more fun episodes, I would say. Like, this might be the only episode in which people weren't screaming in each other's faces, right? This was There was no actual physical or um, no verbal... Producer, no producer stepped, stepped in. in. Right, like, and I kind of feel like that was starting to become par for the course on this season. And I will say the one fight on this episode really bummed me out. Uh, well, I guess we'll only uh, find that out by, you know, getting to the episode, Ash. So why don't we jump right in? This episode started with um, not a last week on, but with a season sort of synopsis. And much to my chagrin, because I was out <laughs> at our local, uh, uh, <laughs> I was at a supermarket trying to get myself dinner really quick. I get a call at 9 PM. Yeah, it was actually 901 where I was downstairs in our building in Bushwick, Brooklyn, the wonderful Bushwick, Brooklyn. And, locked uh, out. Locked out. Didn't bring my keys. I had thought I timed it perfectly, but and if I had keys, I would have. So then I call Ashley and I'm like, hey, I know it just started. You're going to hate me. I'm locked out. And she was like, okay, I'll come down. I was like, no, stay there and watch it until they roll the opening credits and then come grab me and then we'll sit down. And she's like, okay. And we hang up. Like about two minutes later, I get a phone call and Ashley's like, Listen, it's a weird episode. They're doing different things. I'm coming down to get you. And then you, I hear like a thumping and a running down yeah. and then a door open. I ran upstairs. And rest assured, there was no normalcy in the beginning of this episode. I mean, I don't really know what I missed. Ashley filled me in. Um, but what did I miss? Well, uh, TJ let us know that there are eight teams left. Kyle and Maddie, Paulie and Natalie, Kara and Theo, Ashley and Cam, Wes and Dee, Turbo and Nani, Bear and Devon, and Hunter and Georgia. This episode opens up back at the house. Bear and Devon are coming back from just having sent home Jenna and Gus. Bear says he's over the moon. Team UK, baby. That's what you missed. You missed a fun bear saying Team UK. And then you got him saying, everyone is scared of me. Yeah, he. I, I'm, I only can assume he was very happy to have come out the victor on the killing floor. Then they cut to a scene of Kara uh, and Polly having sex. And that's when I was like, oh, shit, I saw this trailer, which means I have exactly 90 seconds to run downstairs and get Nick in the, in the building, run back up. And it worked. We it got worked. upstairs and I finally uh, joined in on the watching and... 
what I saw was Ninja Natalie uh, complaining to D. Everybody is upset in the house that Cara and Polly are just screwing and being gross all over the house, making noises, and especially uh, Natalie D, because she's like, I can't bond with my partner, okay? Right. He's she- so up his girlfriend's booty hole, I can't even get close to him. And this is where I walked in, and I did find this to be interesting, uh, fascinating, really, uh, because we hadn't seen any symptoms of this you know, between Natalie and Polly yet on this show. Yeah, I mean, they we seem can assume, to have been working well. We can assume that Kara and uh, Polly are spending every waking moment and sleeping moment together in the house when they're not actually competing with their own partners. But you don't really see how it's a, the interpersonal relationships between the uh, them and their partners, uh, if how that's being affected in any way. And honestly, on the reverse end, it seems like Theo and Kara are gelling nicely. And you would assume that Paula and Ninja Natalie were gelling nicely because they're doing Polly. well. Polly. But we do like Paula, the challenger from... Seasons ago. Right. Paula, Cara and Polly turned into Paula, Paula. for me. Um, anyway, uh, it was interesting to know that she's having uh, problems because honestly, Polly annoys me and it's, I like to find out that his team is uh, sort of, there's some unrest there. Yeah. Wes walks into that conversation. He's kind of guiding her. He's like, listen, you got to just trust him is basically what he says. And then we cut to Maddie. And he's only saying that because they have some sort of an alliance. They have s- something is going on. There's well, something. Natalie D and D are clearly very good friends. And that is Wes's partner and Polly partner so at some point there had to be a conversation where it's like let's work together it only makes sense it only makes sense and none of them are from the uk and then we see maddie she's saying you can tell kyle is upset and you see her go up to kyle and be like are you okay and kyle's like no i'm not i do not want to be here i am cracking this threw me for a loop as well. I did not know that uh, Kyle was having such a socially troubling time in the house. I, I he think seems this like is ha- like an edit thing where it, he said that like on some other time. But and, he was on some real sad boy shit for like no reason. Like yeah. he was sad. He, he was, was like feeling, sulking. He was feeling bad. And purely why? I mean, because it, it wasn't like, you know, oh, who who did Dar- Davon and Bear just send home? Jenna and Gus. And, and were they in cahoots with Kyle in some way? where he I felt the they, hit. I uh, bet they were because Kyle was in cahoots with Zach, right? And so Zach and Jenna. Right. I mean, there was all this and... loose Johnny Bananas ties going on around there. So maybe wow. he was just like, boy, there goes another one of my friends. Those alliances are drying up. Yeah. And odd ones have formed. It, it is strange. But this whole I'm scene was weird. I'm And then Kyle says, Maddie is my, um, my one ally. I love her. I like yeah. Maddie. I like I Kyle too. and Maddie's relationship. That brings us to the daytime where Ashley and Cam are talking about how they have to win the daily and they have to get Wes out of the house. Wes is enemy numero uno. Then that takes uh, us to Bear in Georgia. Georgia's stepping on Bear's back, giving him a nice old-fashioned massage. And Bear says, why is Hunter so angry? And Georgia's like, I don't freaking know. And then we see Wes and Hunter talking. And Wes is like, you got to be a psychopath about this, Hunter. You just have to nod and be nice well you gotta be a a sociopath sociopath yeah he doesn't say psychopath i'm thrown by the title of the show american psycho i know but it should be american so socio it really should uh yeah so he's like hey listen hunter i don't know if you got it in you bro but you must be a sociopath 
He's basically just saying lie with a straight face. He's also just saying chill the fuck out, man. Hunter, you're too emotional. Hunter seems like a bad teammate. Like last season we saw him with Ashley and we were like, you know, I think that even though I like Ashley, I was still thinking to myself, Hunter's behavior is because Ashley is so erratic. But now watching Hunter with Georgia, who seems like pretty nice and easy to deal with, I'm like, oh no, Hunter is the one that can't handle his shit emotionally. So Hunter decides, you know what? You're right, Wes. I'm just going to have to do this. I'm going to have to throw on the old acting chops. So he goes downstairs outside and goes, hello, Georgia. I would like to invite you upstairs for a couple's therapy session. So weird. It was like so, he snapped into sociopath mode like so easy. (laughs) And then uh, Georgia's like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Okay. And then like they go go upstairs and Wes is like the mediator, Mm -hmm. the therapist. Mm -hmm. But there's not much therapy going on. I mean, it's just Hunter going, I apologize for everything. You are right. And you I were am right sorry. about it all. And I was right about none of it. And <laughs> Georgia's like, oh, Wes, thank you. He's like, I really, really feel like that was what I needed to hear. Yeah, I and, really believe you. And I believe you 100%. And I don't feel like I'm being manipulated in, at it, all. Oh, this is so perfect. And she really means it. Yeah, she seemed to love it. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it literally went that. I mean, not the way we're responding as Georgia did not go that way. But if you don't watch this show, literally, he just, Hunter just sat down next to Georgia and said, I am sorry about all the things that I have done to you, and you have been right, and I have been wrong. Oh, Hunter, thank you. Yeah, and everything oh, is all well and good. And Hunter. then the best part is they kind of sent her on her way, and Wes is like, see, now she likes you. And Hunter's like, man, oh, man, I can't, I just acted the shit out of that scene. What he says Brad is- Brad Pitt ain't got shit on me. Just give me the Oscar now. Just give me the Oscar now. <laughs> Hunter is someone who, when he's excited, he just says things over and over again. I acted the shit out out of that i acted the shit out of that man i did not know i had that in me it's it was i mean it was it was he couldn't be more excited wes has got to be bored out of his goddamn mind oh why because there's just no one to talk to in the house yeah because it's like hunter just is reacting with the maturity level of an early 20s person uh late teens how old is hunter uh, Hunter's probably like 28 or something. Okay. I well, have he, no idea. He got idea. so excited Maybe about like, all he might of be, this. He might be 15. I have no idea. That takes us to The Daily, which is called Road Warriors. Oh, my God. This looked so fun. You got two trucks um, that are going 50 miles per hour. You're strapped into a harness, and you have to swing back and forth and pass 16 rings to your partner. Nick, would you have wanted to do this? Because I would fucking love to. No. Babe, let's do it for our honeymoon. (laughs) I mean, I don't mind the idea of swinging and and grabbing. I don't need the 50 mile an hour thing happening as well. I can't believe there's not like a resort where you can go and do challenge-like activities. I mean, couldn't you just sign up for like an extreme camping situation? I I don't know. I want to do this. I want to swing on this monster truck. Well, here's the thing. I wasn't too enthused with this daily based on the fact that I think they've overused the speeding truck aspect of these they things. Have. The first time I remember it is Bloodlines. And it's like every season since then but they I love do a speeding it. truck challenge. And honestly, I feel like this is something that you you give it a couple of seasons, you bring it back and it's more impactful. I I have a question. Is there one challenge that you has always stuck with you that you think of as like the coolest challenge you've seen? The coolest challenge? No. 
there really have because I'm, I'm trying to think right now and I can't think of one. I can I know challenges, but yeah. none of them. I'm like, oh, that's particularly amazing. There was one for me. What is it? it? It I don't remember what season it was. I think it was Inferno three or maybe it was X's two. I don't remember, but it was like there. It was a swimming challenge where there were um, like stations underwater of little glass domes full of air, and you had to hold oh, your yeah. breath and swim eh, to one. To I'm the not next. interested in that. That's panicky. That's panicky it. for me. Polly and Natalie go first on this road warrior. They're doing great until they drop a ring. Then Maddie and Kyle go. They speed through this. Maddie says, I want to put in Kara. You know, she's like, if we're going to the tribunal, I want to put in Kara. I like that Maddie has Kyle's back. Then we see Nani and Turbo. Nani seems annoyed with Turbo. I feel like every time we see them in a challenge, Nani's like, I got it, Turbo. That's because Nani is unsure of herself in crazy challenges. She's afraid. She thinks she's full of anxiety. How do you know that? Because I've watched her entire career. And I know for a fact she's not that great of a competitor. Like, what is she good at? Does she have like a thing that she's good at? Like I think puzzles? She, she, she seems to be good at house stuff. People like her uh, yeah. right now. Um, no, I wouldn't say. I think maybe she's a long distance runner, possibly. Okay. But politics and running. And I don't need politics this time around. Everybody seems to really love her at this point. So, yeah. uh, and she's putting the spell on the boys. We know that. But. Honestly, she is like one of those, I don't want to jump people like traditionally, gotcha. you know, and so I can imagine and you can tell like any time that she refers to her partner in an interview, you know, um, it, Turb, it's like always like, you know, Turbo really w wants to win. He will not accept anything else. And I really think he's going to push me to X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? It's never like we're a great team because I'm strong. He's strong. It's like my partner's really great and I'm glad I have him because he is going to get me places. Yeah. That takes us to Wes and D. Ooh, what a poor showing these two have. I mean, D just cannot swing out to meet Wes. They're not getting the rings passed to each other in time, and it ends with them not getting any of the rings. I think they get like half of them passed. They got never half, told, I think they got six rings or something. Or when they come back to the tent where all the challengers are hanging out in, Bear taunts them. And this starts a big fight because Wes, you know, at first it's fun. Wes says to Bear, if we weren't on a TV show, you'd have half a face. First of all, I, you may have been taking a note because they did not come back to it like I thought they would exactly after the commercial because that was the commercial break line. That was not fun. That was Wes was fired up and like really heated about, about losing and somebody literally like getting on their hands and knees and calling you a loser and screaming in your face. Like, I mean, he literally said, if it wasn't for the fact that we're on a TV show, you would have half a face. And it was like not a planned line. Mm. It was like, I want to, you're, you know, when you like lose, somebody's needling you like that's, you're already kind of hotheaded and, and your, your adrenaline's up. I'm sure Wes wanted to, it seemed like he wanted to fuck him. Uh, bear up like seriously <laughs> and they, yeah, fuck bear i mean he was looking at him like uh anyway um yeah no that was all anger he actually seemed to calm down a little bit and then it gets heated up a little a little bit more so if you want to take us through the whole 
awkward confrontation. Yeah, I don't know why I said it was fun. I guess it was just fun because it didn't make me feel bad until this shoe dropped, well, which I'm, was yes. bef- between him and Davon. And I'm not 100% sure what she said okay, to him. Okay, so here's what goes on. This, this altercation went this way. Uh, everybody's doing pretty well on this challenge, and Wes and D make it less than halfway. So already you're already kind of embarrassed. Obviously, Wes wants to win. He it it seemed to be a D issue. There, we didn't get to see much of it, but D seemed a little shaky. Up she on wasn't. That. She wasn't throwing herself out. Yeah, there. she wasn't getting the momentum to actually meet him halfway. So. He's already fired up. Can't really say anything to his partner, D. He's too smart to get down on his partner. You know, he doesn't want to do that to her. So he's kind of bottling it in. He walks up and immediately bears in his face, screaming at the top of his lungs, you're a loser. You are losers. I mean, it's insane what he's doing to him. Like the anti- the antagonizing that is happening is yeah. on another level. So he's fired up. He throws down that line to bear, like in his face as he's kneeling, like, we're on a TV show. If we weren't, you'd have half a fucking face. And then Bear lays into him still with it. Then we go he, to a commercial break. We go to a commercial break. Then you can tell Wes kind of collects himself a little bit and is like, you're, you know, you're, he goes, you won't have grace if you win or if you lose or dignity. D, D said that to uh, Bear, I think. Whatever. There's like a little Bear and whatever. But Wes then goes to a chair and then uh, I guess Davon steps in either to D or to Wes and says, I'm fine with the way my partner is speaking to you. Because I imagine maybe D looked over at Davon or Wes looked over at Davon and was like, put your partner in check. Davon looks over at Wes and goes, I'm fine with this because during the elimination uh, last episode, were you not the one telling um, Jenna to put her knee in my face she said foot but he did say knee either or and we remember that there was an interview with Davon during that elimination where she was like I hear you now I know that you said that you're on my shit list so she's already got issues with Wes anyway so she says that like yeah Wes you said for Jenna to put my knee in your face and he's like and yeah next time when we see you I'm gonna make sure that I put my knee in your face and my knee in your ribs and looks over at D or something and then that's when Wes Drops the bomb. Do you have a quote? Ooh, you look like a real good role model to your daughter. He's sitting back like such a shithead, nonchalantly in a chair, and kind of drops that in a real cavalier, like kind of smarmy way. Ugh. Uh, and it was tough. It was just like it I gave me it. the the douche chills. Ashley looked away. Um, and then that's when, you know, Davon uh, handled it in the best way that anybody could be could handle a situation like that, where she basically shook it off and was kind of like, fuck off and walked away. And then in her interview uh, states that this is where these fucking people go every time. If they want to get me, they come for my kid. I'm so cool and don't have to deal. With, I'm not stressed out about anything. Basically saying they know that's my button. So I'm it and they're pressing it. When did that happen? What was she referring to where somebody had thrown? She was definitely speaking as if on this show someone has done something similar to this. Was Did that happen on last season? Yes. Who, who it, did that? It was either a tweet or something where Ashley told her to put down her phone and pick up her kid or something like that. Yeah. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I remember her kid being mentioned somewhere. I remember that. You're absolutely right. Yes. It was like, put down your whatever. Put down put your down phone. Because they were twi- tweeting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, she has... And it's pretty low. 
and in the moment it seemed horrible. I, w- I just I can put myself in Wes's position, and I can see how somebody could say that and not Look, really mean. Davon, I know you're a big listener of the pod. I just want to <laughs> say, um, we like you so much. You know, I I just we think you're great. Please don't get us to not like Wes. That's my one request. I need I need and, to and also actually like saying West. that in a t- tongue in cheek way because I feel like later she'll listen to that and be like, I wish you would have cut that out. But I'm going to explain what Ashley means by that. We love Wes in this house we love Davon in this house do not pit us against one another and really do not we're not talking to Davon really we're talking to Wes I'm talking to MTV yeah talking you're to talking everybody. to editors because yeah. Davon had no there was no reason that Davon uh anything that she said didn't deserve you're that 100 percent right and that's why I'm saying I know you were goofing around yeah. when you said that um so we're just going to clarify that Wes don't make us not like Wes because Wes, please don't make us not like there's only Wes. so many redeeming characters left on this show and I kind of feel like Wes now, I'm going to ba- go to bat for Wes just because I feel like I know the guy. Don't you dare. I, I already said what. I'm just going to reiterate before because we have to move on from this because this was not the biggest part of the episode. Uh, I, I can I can that bear antagonizing stuff. I mean, you got to think about it. You know how fucking hyped you are during a challenge? We don't. But we're sitting at home gripping our couch cushions. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hope this person wins. Get the rings. You just dropped a ring. Yada, yada, yada. Can you imagine what it's like when you're up there and then everybody's doing well and you need to do well or your head's on a chopping block and you know you failed and you're probably going to be at the bottom of the barrel? That's really tough to deal with. And as soon as you get off that truck that was just going 50 miles an hour as you were flying back and forth in the middle of the air and you come down, there's the biggest asshole in the house who's been the biggest asshole in the house, you already don't like him, is screaming and laughing in your face. To not open hand slap somebody, whoever it is doing that, takes so much restraint and swallowing of your pride and and anger I can see when the steam has to be let out of the kettle in some way, and I guarantee you Wes is not proud of saying something like that. And I guarantee you he doesn't think, what the fuck has Davon done to embarrass anybody she's affiliated with? In that situation, if we're going to say that that is where she crossed the line and look, you're embarrassing your children, like, Wes, take a look. You better not have any kids. Go back a few seasons and the type of shit that you were saying to some women and some men on the show when you were really young. Like, please, Davon hasn't done anything to deserve that. But I can see no matter who it is in your face, you can't get physical. You say something stupid. And that's why I stand with Wes. Oh, wow. Okay, you're right. I am going to want you to edit that part out. What do you mean? <laughs> Where I said the thing about Davon. No, it's not, it's not her responsibility. It's, it, we just clarified Whether or it. not. We just clarified Yeah. It. We don't need to do that. And, no, and, but Davon, and, we love you. Yeah, we love you, and we hated what we saw. We hated what we saw. Um. That so anyway, uh, we, we got to move on. We're not going to talk about that anymore. It's too, it's too hurtful. That brings us to Cara and Theo. They get them all. They kill it. Then Hunter and Georgia go up. Hunter is just sticking to his uh, his act. He goes, I got the best partner. And Georgia, I have the best partner I woke in up the this world. morning best, thinking I had the best partner. This is my best friend now. And she likes me. And I'm a good friend to her. Georgia's just beaming like, oh, he, he's sweet. He's so sweet. He's so he's sweet. So he sweet. means it. He really means it. 
Then Davon and Bear, they go up there, they drop one. Ashley and Cam go up. They do pretty well. They seem to uh, get all the rings in a good amount of time. I noticed that Ashley is shorter than I think he is while he's swinging. Um, yeah, he's like a little pit bull. <laughs> then we learn that the tribunal uh, will be made up of Kyle and Maddie, Hunter and Georgia, and Kara and Theo. So there's a couple of sad people here because they also got, you know, they had the, it came down to time, folks. Sorry yeah, for stammering. Came down to but time. I, I looked at these other folks like Cam and Ashley, the looks on their faces when they didn't win. Yeah. Because as it's editing, with the editing on this show, it's like everybody did it in the exact same amount of time. It like, looks we like have the no, same I, time. We have no idea who, and they're not, of course, as you guys know, if you're watching the show, and I'm sure you've mentioned it if you're not, they're not telling us anymore they're saying no in no longer. particular order for yeah. every one of these tribunal wins. And uh, we don't know who's killing it. I mean, we're seeing a lot of the same faces. I don't know who's killing it, you know? That brings us to um, the choosing of the names. Now, there's only four names, uh, four groups they can pick from because, as we know, Bear and Davon have the relic. They are safe. Hunter says we're going to pick Turbo and Nani because they picked us last time. Kyle says we're going to pick Polly and Natalie, obviously. And then Kara says, I guess we got to say Wes. But Kara's looking at Hunter and she's like, what's going on here? You're picking Nani? You're going to pick Nani? And, um, you know, Hunter's like, yeah, they picked us last time. And he's kind of looking around the room like, yeah, uh, uh-huh. But he's also saying, like, they burned a vote on us. We're going to burn a vote on them. And and initially, I'm like, this makes sense. He's talked to Nani, and they all know that no one's going to vote for Nani and Turbo. And I don't know. At first, it seems normal until they all start kind of weirdly looking at each other. Kara has a suspicion that they are figuring out a way to put Polly in and she does not like it. That takes us to the tribunal deliberation. And before it starts, Theo looks up at Kyle and he goes, are you working with Wes? And Kyle's like, no. And then Kara is like, why do you believe him? Because as soon as Kyle says no, Theo's like, okay, cool. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, and this is... Uh kind of strange because we hadn't seen like what goes on before we haven't seen them talk to each other before the teams come in yeah to sort of uh in the courtroom setting and it was kind of strange of them just kind of sitting there and you know knowing how tv is filmed like they're standing on those podiums for a while yeah waiting for people to come in trying to get establishing shots you know checking people's microphones it's yeah. like there's a lot of uh, hurry up and wait going on on this show that we're mm-hmm. not seeing but it, it got me thinking man i kind of want to see some of this stuff i want to see when they're idly like waiting on the killing floor platform to yeah. like for them to set reset things up i want to i think you can make like a whole mini series out of just like side conversations that go on and it got me thinking there's this thing that they do in pro sports um I, I, primarily primarily i guess football it's called mic'd up and like every game they will put like a lavalier mic on just a player and then during commercials when they come back they will sometimes just cut to like that person and you get to hear what they're saying like in the huddle or how they're talking that to the seems people like on the a line. dangerous game it is a dangerous <laughs> game but can you imagine if, like, you know, these people were mic'd up and it was just like, and plus, this episode, we're going to hear what Cam has to say the entire episode. And yeah. it's just like what she's saying before she goes to bed and yada, yada, yada. But I I, I kind of want to, um, I want to say that this upcoming, whatever we call this, courtroom scene was also the like an eerie, non-yelly, screamy courtroom scene. It was very scene. calm. 
um, Wes and Dee comes in and Theo's like, who are you working with? And Wes is like, the main people I will say I'm working with are Hunter and Georgia. And that's all I'll say. And then Polly comes in and Theo's like, who are you working with? You know, and Polly's like, I consider myself alone. And then Nani and Turbo come in and I don't even remember. I didn't even write anything down. Nani and Turbo, literally all business. Nani just kind of looks up and goes, hey, I'm cool with this. And then Turbo's like, yeah, I, ha- I don't hold any grudges against anybody. And Hunter's like, this is not easy for me. Yeah. Nani. I've gotten to know you, Nani, and I think I like you. <laughs> God, what would we do if Hunter wasn't on this season? Yeah, he's giving me a lot of laughs. That brings us to the house, and Dee and Natalie and Polly and Wes are talking, and, you know, basically Polly is saying, like, I might put you in if I get called in. And Wes says he's scared. He is yeah, Wes scared. Is, well, because he ain't he ain't been around this bush only once. He's done it many, many times. He, he says knows. it's worth the risk because I'm the trophy. Yeah, what, is, what was that? Is that's he's what basically he's saying. saying he's the elimination king. So for a super yeah. fan like Pauly, if he goes in there and takes out Wes, then it is, um, you know, it's an honor. But if he gets sent home by Wes, it's also an honor. Yeah. So he's saying, like, Pauly's a little challenge scrub who yeah. wants to go against me either way. But we know that Dee and Natalie are friends and that there's going to be some tension there. That brings us to a commercial break, which then brings us to Dee and Natalie talking. And Natalie says, if we get voted in the floor, like, we're probably going to put you in. Like, he's going to want to put you in. And Dee is like, I don't want you to go home. I don't want to go against you. And then that brings us to Nani and Kyle and Hunter talking. And this is when we learn that Kyle and Nani seem to have, like, a friendship going on. Because Kyle's like, I don't want to put you in, Nani. I'm not going to put you in. Nani, I'll tell you right now, mate. The last thing I want to do is put Nani in. He does say, though, that's putting you in is the last thing that I want to do. Yeah. Is, is that true? I what was confused mean? by that. And then the Hunter, spell continues with Nani. Hunter says something. It's like, I don't even know what he says, but it's something like, I tell you what, if you go in, you got to play. Shoes. You got to play. If you go in, you got to play. You're the hardest you can play. And then he walks out of the room and Wes looks at them and goes, This is why the Young Bucks have never won a challenge. Yeah, he's like, Listen. Because this is another weird subplot that's going on in this show is that like, and this is that burn vote mentality, is apparently um, uh, Hunter doesn't want to piss anybody off. Like that's they, his that's his personal game is, he, is to not make any enemies. We left something out that's very important, which is that during that deliberation, Hunter basically promised Kara that he was going to tie up the tribunal. And then Kara right. was like, you're going to tie it up? And Hunter's like, yeah, we're going to tie it up. Yeah, that, uh, and that, so he's like alluding yeah. to that with this. He's like, I don't know what's going to happen, but whoever goes down there has got to play, and it's an honor to be on the floor. And well, that's when he's like, yeah, he's like, I'll. He's like, if you lose, if you win, you win. If you lose, you lose, and you're proud of it. And then he walks out of the room, and that's when Wes is like, and that's why the young bucks have never won. And then Kyle and Wes fist bump. They fist bump like two old men. Yep, I loved it. Um, that brings us to the voting process. And these teams tie it up. They do tie it up. And something odd has been going on. I mean, not odd, but it's we it it, it strikes me a, a peculiar uh, when they tie it up, and then TJ's like, <clears throat> "All right, I'm gonna ask you again." Like, there's this weird like he's trying to like intimidate people into not tying it up. You know why? There should Babe, be. It's obvious. Why? Remember Zach and Amanda last season when they tied it up and uh-huh. they wouldn't break the tie yeah. and then they had to go in? Okay. I'm not. Hey, 
I'm not saying that like there's con- con- uh, I know that there's consequences, but I'm saying what is it to TJ if that's the way the cookie crumbles? I want to see what happens when everybody ties it up, and he has bullied two or three of these elimination uh, these people on the killing floor who want to tie it up into changing votes, and it's like. Is he to lose money? Like, what, what? what's the deal, bro? Like, if, Do you want TJ to just be like, okay, it's a tie, so that means you're going in? I want to, yes. I want to see what happens. You don't like this. Are you sure? Not. It's not an I, you're sure. It's not a, it seems like he's making it up as it goes along. He's like, I'm going to ask you again. It should be like, is that your final answer? You know, is your vote locked in? It should be a little bit more formal because I'd like people to see the consequences. It's not like we're playing a pickup game of the challenge here. It's not two-hand touch. This is fucking serious business. There should be goddamn rules. You know what I mean? It's like once you take your finger off the piece, you can't move it again. You know? Yeah. It doesn't seem like that. It's just like whatever TJ wants to do. If, he, if he's in a pissy mood, he decides that he's going to put up a stink about it. I want to see what happens. You know what I mean? Well, he asked them if they want to change their votes. No one wants to change their vote until finally Georgia crumbles. She says she will change her vote and she will put her new vote towards Polly and Natalie. And then that's when we get an interview from Hunter and he's like, I've done it again. I have been I've acted the shit out of this relationship. I knew Georgia was emotional and she would crumble. And then it cuts to like fifty interviews with all the other challengers being like, Wes is playing a scared game, didn't want to make a new enemy. I mean Hunter is playing a scared game, didn't want to make a new enemy, and basically made his partner do that. And let me clarify, Hunter does not say uh I think he goes, we all know Georgia has no control over her mo- That's emotions. That's what he like, said, It's yeah. like this, like, we all know, like, he has no self-awareness that he is kind of the weak link on his team. Like, yeah. We all know Georgia is, like, a freaky bitch who doesn't know how to make up her <laughs> goddamn mind. Like, as he's this royal we he's using. We all hate her because she annoys us. It's like, no, it, she seems fine. It's we you. all hate her because we thought she was going to hook up with us first, yeah, but we, then she hooked up with Bear. We all feel like a piece of shit because she won't kiss us. Um, yeah, it's... I don't know what his vendetta really... I guess it's with Bear. I don't know what his real vendetta is with Georgia, but it seems like if he just plays it cool, everything would be fine. But, but it is. it seems obvious to everyone that Georgia changing her vote is... Uh, has been orchestrated by Hunter, and it doesn't make him look good. Polly and Natalie go down to the killing floor. Who will they pick? They go have a little deliberation off to the side. Natalie says, I do not want to put in D. She's the one person we cannot put in. They come back, and they say the name. Ashley and Cam. Wow. And I feel like this is nice that, uh, you know, Polly... They were about. They were able. Polly respects it. it. They were able to work it out, you know, and he didn't pull a douchebag move and a uh, bear move. And Cam and uh, and Ashley got to get down there, and so now they are uh, they are going to play a pretty pretty gross game. They come down, and Ashley is pissed off, and Cam is cool as a cucumber, and this is why she is so good at eliminations. She does not let being picked rattle her you can tell it just she gets more focused where Ashley seems a little rattled this game is called wheel of death you have one partner strapped onto a wheel that is spinning and then you have one partner who is blindfolded who is putting puzzle pieces in a certain order or or key pieces in a certain order um, based off the instructions from their partner who is being spun did I describe that game correctly yeah one team one teammate spinning the other person is taking directions on putting pieces 
pieces where they're supposed to be put, but that person is blindfolded, you know. Cam's on the wheel. I like that she says, um, I'm on the wheel because I'm pretty good with giving direction and I don't understand what Ashley's saying half the time. <laughs> yeah. And so Cam goes on the wheel. Ashley is blindfolded. On the other end, we Polly have... Polly is on the wheel and Natalie is blindfolded. Polly and Natalie come up with a pretty good system where they say a num- they say numbers. So they go three, six. Yeah. And that means like third row to the left, six down or a, whatever. They treat it like a grid. Yeah, you know, they, they, I it, like their approach. It's like, uh, you know, an Excel spreadsheet. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, uh, battleship classic and honestly what they do is perfect although what ends up happening um it does seem like it comes down very they get cl- it right away they finish the puzzle then they go for a check and tj's like no one of them's wrong and then they have to go through and figure out which one is wrong and the same thing happens to ashley and cam while cam is puking her guts out so now cam also spinning 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 and and, and as soon as they started doing this i told ashley i was like I would not want to do this at all. I wouldn't want to be on that wheel. And it would make me sick. And rest assured, somebody got sick. And unfortunately, that was Cam. And boy, oh boy, she puked a whole bunch like on the camera that's mounted on the wheel. She did not stop puking. It was really gross. I felt really bad for her. Everybody seemed to feel really bad for her. Still looked lovely, though. I'll put that out there. Honestly. And then, uh, you know. I've seen a lot of people puke on this show. Cam, you did the best job. Pretty good. So it comes down pretty close, but after a couple of checks where both uh, teams need to change some things, eventually uh, Natalie and Polly do a check. We get a long pause, like a drum roll, basically, and obviously, boom, the air horn goes off. Polly and Ninja Natalie have won. Wow. We are sending Ashley and Cam back home. Polly screams, Kara, you're the only one who is safe. He first goes, he first goes, I'm coming for everybody, everybody. Boom, boom, boom. He's finger gunning. I'm picking everybody off, except for you, Kara, you're you're safe. And it was like, why did you have to specify that? We get it, Polly. We get it. They are then awarded the relic, and TJ says, Hey guys, this is a special relic, because this is the last relic what there's no more teams wow every man and every woman are on their own so i kind of wish they didn't spoil that for us last episode with the extended trailer for the second half of the season but still it's fun seems like the house is for the most part thrilled there are i mean maddie and natalie are thrilled to no longer be tethered to their partner's Mm -hmm. drama uh and on the opposite end um somebody's real disappointed and that's kyle yeah he was the one who was riding his partner uh, to the end and he was waiting uh for that to help him riding her coattails riding his her coattails <laughs> sure well she's pretty big he probably could jump on her back and and run through the woods yeah kyle seems upset uh kyle was looking for that uh that kenny west where they're on a mountain and then uh, maddie just puts uh kyle on her shoulders and runs up the mountain uh, anyway, uh, that's basically uh, how we end things, uh, except for as we're closing, you, Paul, everybody's exiting the killing floor, and Paulie's got a walk to him that is insane of the, like, I just won walk mm. that was just irritating. It bothered you. Um, so I, I'm, like, completely disgusted by Car and Polly. How do you feel at this point? I, w- I've, I was disgusted, and now I'm like, whatever. 
What about that part during the daily where um they were? Oh yeah, uh, and she's or, like, my part. I'm, I finally had one dick for the rest of my life, or something like I, that. It would be his because it's real good. Like it's like, what are you saying? Yeah, it, it, I, I'm. I was starting to understand what Kyle was talking about. It, it does seem like uh, torture. It's just. It's like, ugh, it's gross. Come on, it's guys. Gross. Um, why anyway. are you doing this to us? Well, folks, uh, that was the recap. Uh, We thank you so much for listening. Don't forget that every Monday we have an episode of this show that comes out where we just talk about uh, reality TV in general. Last Monday, our last episode, we talked about the finale of Temptation Island. Ashley and I loved that show, so... If you haven't listened to that, go back and find that. Uh, if you could do us a real quick favor, scroll down to the bottom of the Apple Podcast app on our page and rate us five stars. Review us. Say a little something nice. It helps us out a bunch. Uh, if you'd like to, I don't know, recommend a show for us to watch or just contact us and talk to us, you can email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to DM us or follow us or tweet at us, well, find us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. If you want to follow Ashley on Twitter, you can find her at Ashley B. Roberts. And if you want to find me, well, go to Instagram and uh, I am at my name, which is Nick Maritato. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, may TJ butt out of these votes. And may the relic be a special one. Oh, Ash, that was real uh, good. Bye. (laughs)